0: of the Straight Cut Reviews, episode number 18. I'm Aaron. This, this is Mark. Man. I'm Josh. This is Kevin. we got a full crew here. We are lighting up this first of the month um, cigar, which is actually technically February's, but since February wants to be a little bitch and only have 28 days, have a sm- shorter month, we're going to jam March full of uh, reviews. But we're doing the Eastern Standard Sun Grown Magic L-E, that's a mouthful. That is a full mouthful.
1: But I think you pronounced every word <laughs> correctly because they're
2: all um, pretty easy. It was, a little, it was a little touch and go there for a <laughs> right. minute. Right, I was wondering there, if you there was can a, get L-E there, wrong.
0: There was a moment I was like, am I getting it right? I had to look at the notes, but yeah. Um, so this came in February's LCC box. It did. Um, so we are platinum, behind, but yes, yeah, a platinum platinum one since, uh, since there are now multiple boxes. Uh, but this is a platinum one. Uh, I've never had this one before. Has anybody else? No, I've had the, first the one.
2: Eastern Standard Sun Grown before, but never this size. Yeah,
0: I've never had this. I've never had the magic. Um, yeah, whoa, it's magic. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we just lit them up and everything. So uh, before we before we went on, uh, Kevin, you were talking about the cold draw. So what were you getting off that?
3: Oh, it's it was cre- uh, it was creamy for me, almost like a nice bowl of oatmeal or something or with a little cedar taste to it How about you guys.
0: So I got, a, I, I did get a nice little sweetness off that first cold draw. Really, really liked it. Um, but then like the second cold, I didn't get that. So just that first intense blast of, of flavor. But the, uh, I just took my first draw after having it lit. It's, it's got some nice funk to it. I like that. And, and it's uh it's an interesting blend. We'll get into that later on
2: yeah uh i'm i'm hmm. i'm having to think about this one because it's nothing just glaring at me in the face i get the funkiness mm-hmm. um i get a, get a good bit of creaminess from it just a sun-grown wrapper a little twinge of spice but nothing major it's very but i mean strength wise mild to medium at best and then body probably a straight medium bodied
0: so on the paper it says full.
2: So yeah, if it says if it says full on the sheet, it's going to have to ramp up significantly for yeah, it to gonna be gonna full body. Yeah, I mean really, it's it's mm-hmm. going to have to be some major transitions here. But you know, it's a Churchill. It's not outside of uh, not outside of possibility. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's somewhere between a Churchill and a Lancero because it's not to be honest with you. It doesn't have the ring gauge to be a Churchill. It's what it's got to be about a forty-four ring gauge, maybe a forty-four. It's a forty-six,
0: seven and a half by forty-two. Yeah. yeah, the smallest so you're going to Can see Churchill
2: is like 48. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. is
1: somewhere between a Lancero yeah. and a Churchill. Yeah. Uh, Panatello would be a lot closer, I think. It's really, I mean, it is. Um, I mean, we all described this as a Lancero originally. It's too, um, it's too big earth, of a range, range it, gauge got, to be a Lancero. It's got some girth to it, uh, yeah.
0: but all the, all the websites I saw had it labeled as a Lancero. So oh. I'll just I'll call it a Lancero for the rest of the night. Um, okay. Yeah. So, Mark, we haven't got your yeah take on it. I yet. mean,
1: I, I'm, I'm getting the funk for sure. Um, you I'm can't getting stop the funk. You can't stop the funk. Um, can't stop the funk. Uh, getting a, a little creaminess. I, I'm not getting the spice at this point. Um, it is. Uh, it's got a nice flavor profile. It is medium. Uh, I'm getting medium on both sides at this. Um, it's certainly not fall. Um, I'm not getting mild though. Um, it's got a nice start. I've had to relight it three times to really get it going. I'm hoping I'm not going to have burn issues. Um, but, uh, it's, it's kind of a nice start. Um, it's, it's, it's very pleasant cigar. Um, it's got the, it's got the, uh, it's double banded, my favorite. Um, and (laughs) the main band, which is, um, is a pretty classic band with a, uh, oval um, major label on it with uh, Eastern standard sun grown on it. And then a picture of a interesting man with a big beard um, and uh, a beautiful head of hair on him. Um, clearly an elderly man with white hair, um, which is a nice picture like a, uh, a, Fisherman of some type, maybe is, a, is a Nordic. That, I mean, is that fisherman. somebody?
0: I didn't know. I don't.
1: I don't know. Um, so clearly, oh. so.
2: I mean, it's somebody. but Well, like, I mean, no. is it like a like a
0: somebody is it, famous is it a drawing, or is it? A, let me look that know. up. Yeah, because I have, so and I know that, like Steve has like this giant picture at his house. I have the uh, the Long Live the King, the one with like the boy with the half crown over his eyes. I have uh, I have that one framed, yeah. framed in my house, and then the That's smaller
1: nice. label, which is um, closer to the foot, has a. Old school, big wheel bicycle um, on it with a guy. Um, looks like riding it um, with a, and I can't really tell what he's doing. He, he's, he's
0: got like a gun because I, ha- I have that shirt. Okay, guy, yeah, he's got a gun. He
1: appears to be smoking as well. He's yeah. smoking a pipe maybe. Um, he got one leg up, <laughs> one leg up, which is uh, next level complexity. It's so clearly a, an early X gamer, um, and, and, and then a small brown uh, sort of band that goes, or a small brown uh, sort of uh, line, line Back that goes yeah. around, Yeah, it's it's old school sort of classic label. It's not real fancy. I, you know, it's it's uh, it's uh, it does go well with the scar. It's it's nice. My uh, initial burn is sort of flaking
0: a little bit. I'm going to tap off because otherwise I'm going to end up wearing that. Yeah. All right. So the band of the Eastern Standard features a mystery image of a man drawn by Miami-based street art street artist Um, Evolca One. All the artwork on Caldwell Cigars is developed by him, so it is. It's, it's a. Ni- it's well done. It's yeah. a nice. It's a nice, nice. picture. So it's Evolka. not anybody. It's just a. Evolca
1: does a good yeah. job. Um, so it's it's a, it's it's classic, right? It's um it's not fancy in any way, but um good good basic band. No,
0: it's it's um uh, feeling wise, it's a it's pretty veiny. Yeah, um, but it's it's a it's got a nice texture to it. Yeah, but yeah, you, you definitely see the the veins on it. I'm not having so much of a burn issue, but you know how Lanceras are. It's it's fickle. It's either you know amazing or you're gonna fight it. That's just kind mm-hmm. of the the thing with Lanceros is, you know, at least for me.
2: Well, I can see this one's going to be a fighter. I mean, really a, keeping it lit and, and getting it to burn straight. I mean, that's probably, I, I mean, I'm, I'm already seeing burn issues and, and I can tell I'm going to have to keep this thing going pretty pretty heavily in order for it to burn properly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's why, I, I mean, I love Lanceros. It's probably my favorite Vitola size. And I do too. I mean, some people don't because it is, it's a, it's, you have to work it. It's not one where you can just like sit back with a, like a t- Toro or whatever. But to me, it's kind of, I don't know, it's part of the ritual, I guess, of of an, enjoying a Lancero. You have to, it's kind of like, you know, dealing with a pipe. I can get a pipe lit the first time, but man, I have fucking issues keeping the pipe lit without tampering it down and relighting and stuff like that. But there's some old school pipe guys that can like pack a bowl and yeah, they're they go. fucking good for like an hour and a half. And I mm-hmm. I can't do that. But Lanceros, I always I've always liked that uh, that challenge I guess of, of keeping it going.
3: Mm. So. I don't know, I kind of disagree. Like my burn is perfect. The ash is straight, it's back and times sort of. yeah. yeah, or Your, yours
0: and yours and mine are are about the same. We're both yeah. good good with ours.
3: Oh, and I also wanna like be full disclosure. Uh, the test results say it's negative, but I truly believe I got hit with COVID about like two and a half weeks ago. Like I'd lost my sense of taste and smell. So. Oh really? Yeah. But um, I'm getting them back slowly but surely. Like I could taste almost all the flavors, just not so not in the nasal passage. But smoking wise, I'm good. <laughs> well, <to> sure, <start> <laughs>
2: I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So, what are we pairing with uh, this cigar tonight, gentlemen?
0: So, I am going with uh, just straight Guinness Draft. Thanks to you, mm. you picked some up for me. What are y'all having? We are having a little Rock Town Bourbon Cream,
2: courtesy of Josh. Yeah, Josh. Just- Ran across the street right. after us talking about liquor for the first 20 minutes we were here. And I'm like, okay, I need a drink now. And we had like <laughs> nothing that sounded good in the shop. We've, so We've
0: got like a tall boy of Foster's, which I don't know where that came from. I don't know who drinks Foster's in this shop. And then there oh was God. like a, a, a red mountain or red uh, Gatorade. Yep. and a, That's a, Jeff's. That's Jeff's. And the green tea is mine. I know that. But, and then there's
2: uh, like three yeah. bottles of rum back there from Frank <laughs> yeah. and all of us are like, not tonight. No, nah. I mean, that, that rum, <laughs> man. That's uh, a, that that, that's a special hit.
0: Yeah. But yeah. we, but so we, everybody knows we kind of do our main show on Sunday. So we did a, we had bourbon cream for the first time sun, on Sunday show and it knocked our socks off and we were talking about it. And so you got the, the Little Rock bass, which that's yeah. cool. I mean, I, I didn't realize that they do that. So they're, I mean, they're a full-fledged distillery. They got everything.
2: They got also, I mean, you know, bourbon, vodka, gin, Mm -hmm. bourbon cream, obviously. They got a coffee liqueur. (laughs) Hand sanitizer. They've got bottled cocktails. (laughs) It's called Rocktown Distillery at a Little Rock. And they do good stuff. I mean, the bottle was like 23 bucks or something. I I like their vodka. I mean, vodka is
0: vodka. I don't like vodka. I like their vodka.
2: (laughs) Right.
1: It's vodka. And that means something different to you than it does Josh (laughs) and I. Mm -hmm.
2: Rubbing alcohol. exactly. Mark and I are on the same page. Russian rubbing (laughs) alcohol, but rubbing alcohol nonetheless.
3: Oh, I got to tell you straight up, like actual Russian vodka is sweet. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. It's nothing like what we have over here.
0: Like my, my, when I went to Chicago a couple years ago with my brother and uh, where he, where he lives right off the base, there's this Russian bar. So we go there and we're like, all right. He's a he's a big I mean he's not, he's not a big dude but he's 6-7, you know, a brick shit house. We were both big, we're both Irish. We're like we can fucking drink. So we're like, let's go drink with the Russians. Oh god. That was the fucking worst thing I've ever done in my life. Like I tried to keep up, couldn't do it. And we were just doing Titos and uh, like Titos and a uh, tonic all night long. Like just I had a tap. I was like I can't I can't do it. Y'all are you are you're definitely better than me. Well,
1: it's good to know your limit.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You're living near your 20s again. <laughs> <No.
1: Yeah. laughs> How long ago was
0: that, Aaron? Oh, it was like two, three years ago. Um,
3: yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, just want to join in. I'm actually pairing it with the last bit of my Belvini double with 12 years and a little bit of a vanilla Coke. Uh,
1: nice. Yeah. Fancy.
2: Thank you. That's a good scotch, Kev. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Balvini. I, I drink the Caribbean cast mostly, but the Doublewood's good too.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to uh, the NYC Fine Tobacco uh, cigar pairing um, on March 17th. Uh, signed up for it? that this week, right? Was it 13th or the 17th? It
3: was, it was on 17th. Is the 17th. It's Patrick's on St. Patrick's Day. Uh,
1: yeah, it's 17th. on the seventeenth.
3: Oh, that's so, 17th? Okay. Yeah, oh wow. It's two weeks they, from. There's
1: still um, Wednesday. Yeah. Are there tickets left?
3: Yeah, I think there's still tickets left. Like Josh, if that, if you like Scotch, they're doing with Craigallachie, uh, yep. and what's the other one? I think Aberfeldy.
0: Yep. I, I could so. be wrong. Yep. Yeah, Aberfeldy um, and
3: Craigallachie. It's uh and uh, Roman Craft cigar So definitely comparing.
0: Nice. Josh is a
2: Roma guy. I am a Roma guy. And I, I, I got to information. Today, so yeah, you for sure. Shoot me a, shoot me a message.
1: It uh, okay. And it's virtual. So they send you the tasting and then you participate online. Um, and I'm looking forward a lot to participating online. And then they had like a, a VIP, they had the base ticket, which was um, a couple cigars, right? Or a cigar and a couple, uh, Samplers, and then they had a VIP one, yeah. which had a, like another scar and a couple more samplers, mm-hmm. and they had a VIP two, which was a full bottle of something. And uh,
3: both we actually both VIP comes with the bottle. The uh, first, the smaller, I guess, the smaller, the cheaper bottle is the Uh I actually like that better than the full bottle. I think the other full bottle is the Agarfelding one, but which is a little bit more expensive, but still worth it. Um, mm. I would say go for the Kregality if they still have any tickets left. Uh, both of them comes with uh, a Roma Craft Pro Magnum. And I believe it's an Intense. I could be wrong. But yeah. I love everything
2: that Roma Craft makes, man. Yeah. There's, there's not a single cigar in their profile that I do not enjoy.
0: I agree.
3: What so you it- get a... Uh, Aromacraft Intemperance BA uh, 21 Ambition and Aromacraft Cro-Magnum EMH now with just the regular base tickets you actually get 5 samples you get a vial of Kregaliki 13 years a vial of 17 years a sample of Altmore 12 years uh, a sample of Altmore 18 years and a sample of Aberfeldy 16 years now the VIP package, depending on which one you choose, you either get a full bottle of Cigaluki 13, or the extra would be a full bottle of uh, 12 year Altmore.
0: Nice. And where can uh, where can yeah. people sign up for that? App?
3: So it's on um, Fine Tobacco NYC. Just click on the events, you'll see it's titled Perfect Pairings. And we usually do this once a month. And pre-COVID, we have a whole gathering, you know. But since now it's a post-COVID or during COVID, we're able to expand that outside of NYC and have everyone across the country kind of experience, great experience.
1: Yeah, I'm fired up for this. This is going to be a lot of fun. And I bought both VIP tickets because, you know, I'm a VIP whore. Um, He's bougie. I'm bougie.
0: <laughs> and you called me bougie like two shows ago.
1: Oh, I did. And I will call you bougie again.
0: And I, I embrace the bougie. I
3: know. You're full bougie.
1: I'm
0: full bougie. I think I
3: think Mo call you bougie too, no? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, she calls me expensive. Mm. That's what it is. My husband's expensive. You're right. I was like, yes, yes, he is.
2: Yes. Yeah. I think my wife's out of town that week, so I could be good for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. Yep. That's what I was thinking. Perfect.
0: All right. So I'm going to, a, a little bit of spice now creeping, Agreed. its creeping its way in. Mm.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm getting a little spice as
0: well. Um, but not
1: much, but a little, a little,
0: it's, it's still heavy on that, uh, that mustiness and that uh, it's a weird flavor feel in the mouth with that, with that, that funk. It's, I don't know. It's different. It's different than like, say what we had, what two weeks ago or like that Florida sun grown that, you know, you and I were talking about, right. But it has that, it definitely has that, that funk, but it's a, it's a different like aftertaste funk like it's back of the palate tinge almost. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I get the back of the palate as well. And it's, it's a, it's a really airy smoke. Like it's not a very chewy smoke. Yeah. And so it's very loose. It's, it's just one of those, like the draw is a little bit tight, but I I think it's just an airy smoke. Mm -hmm. And, and because of that, I'm not, I think that's why I'm going to stand by mild to medium just because probably leaning more towards medium for sure. But, just because I don't get a ton out of it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, it's it's a it's not a luscious smoke. It's mm. a very like it feels like you take in a draw and you got a lot of like extra space in your mouth. You
2: have to work for it. Yeah, you do have to work for it. And, and I'll yeah. admit, I've smoked the Alma Fuerte Colorado Claro Sixto today and Ooh. the new Davidoff. Winston Churchill limited edition twenty one. Oh, the twenty twenty one. Today, I smoked that with Garrett earlier. How is that?
0: Because I I got one yesterday. I haven't smoked it yet.
2: It's freaking believably good. Really? Holy cow, it's good!
0: And then I smoked an Escurio after that. So I've I've smoked a few <laughs> cigars today. <laughs> I started off light. I did. I started with an Atabay. That's all. I, I on the way up here mm. lit one up. Atabay in the truck. I mean, nice. Got the eye roll from Mo.
2: Like this. <laughs> but dude that Davidoff limited is holy cow you gotta have some of that in your life man Joe yeah. bought a freaking box of them I'm Like, yeah. it's, so they're so good
0: Brandon was like hey we just got these in here have this one I'm like okay
2: dude it's, it's so good oh, it's fantastic it's better than the late hour for me Just oh. saying something because I love the late hour and Mark I know you're a big late hour fan too Dude, it takes it up a notch. See, and B, mm.
0: B is not a late hour guy.
2: He's not a late hour guy. No. Oh, wow. You'll probably really like it, though, because the initial light on that thing, then I know we're not reviewing that cigar, but the initial light on that thing, like the first inch, is spicy. Right. It's not birthday blend spicy, but again, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's the, uh... nobody nobody <laughs> smokes Carolina Reaper straight <laughs> out of the freaking
0: pod, <laughs> the chocolate balut. Oh, Jeez! <laughs> all right, we're at twenty minutes. Let's take a pause for a little bit and uh, smoke through this, and we will uh, we'll be back. All right, and we're back. So, I think we. I will. I will speak for us all. It's okay not overwhelming but it's kind of like it's missing something
2: yeah yeah I, I, this this is a this sounds kind of derogatory and I don't mean it as such but it's it's a little hollow mm-hmm. right it, it's just like there's something that's not there that should be there like a little bit more spice or a little bit more wood or a mm-hmm. little bit more earthiness or sweetness or something else like it's not bad it's it's good but so, it's it's oh. also not a lot
0: either. yeah so the full uh, construction It's a hybrid Mexican uh, wrapper, Habano, we believe. Uh, The binder is Ecuadorian, and the filler is Dominican and uh, Mexican as well. Um, So it's got plenty of tobacco in there with some nice, strong flavors. The Ecuadorian, I believe that's where we're getting that funk from. Mm -hmm. And that's that's kind of the flavor that's really the most prominent one. Um, From everything I've read it's a spicy cigar. I'm not getting a lot of spice and that's something mm-hmm. that is easily to be picked up on. Um, it's still just a little bit of that, a little bit of that funkiness, but not like it's like, I like a funky cigar. This is, um, I don't know. It's not a, a well, funky. yeah, it's not like <laughs> a, yeah, it's just, can't stop the funk. There's just like, I, the way you said it, it's hollow. There's just something, something missing. Yeah.
3: Like I was telling you guys, I I, I thought because of, um, I'm still kind of recovering, so I I, I thought was, the flavor was a little muted. I'm like I taste A, B, and C, but like not as prominent as what a cigar I, I remember a cigar tastes like. Basically, mm-hmm. this is probably like the fourth cigar I smoked in the past two and a half weeks, like, and I get a little honey. Yeah, I do definitely get a, a funk. But I thought it was just because of my palate, because of what I went through, that it, the flavor isn't, like, popping out. But you guys are telling me exactly what I'm experiencing right now yeah. also. Yeah. It's I mean, weird.
0: What, you, what you're tasting is pretty much what it is. It's, like, it's there, but it's just, like, it, I want it turned up a little bit. I'm getting more spice yeah.
2: the more I smoke into it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, yeah. I think I'm a little bit ahead of you. Um, I, have. I, I'm getting a little bit more spice and I'm drinking this bourbon cream too, and that's a pretty stark contrast to well, just about any cigar. yeah. Um, and I, I I'm I would expect it to like exaggerate any flavors that are in there and I still am not getting a ton of anything but yeah. I am getting more heat the more I smoke. Mm. Marcus. so if you
3: want you want to taste a cigar. Thinking after COVID, I think this is a great experience. You know, you don't have to get COVID, <laughs> but you could try to
0: smoke this and
3: know exactly what we taste. <laughs> this, this is what it's like to
0: have to smoke a cigar on COVID.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, it's single note. It's yeah. been going through; hasn't really changed much. Um, it has been—it's <clears throat> been a decent cigar. Um, It's—I've had to work at it a little bit to keep it lit. Mm-hmm. Um, over smoke it a little bit to keep it lit. Um, uh, keep it, which has caused it to be a little hot at times. Yeah. It's burned uneven a couple times. Flavors have been pleasant. Um, definitely getting the funk. Um, the spice will come in and out barely, but not, not a lot. Um, uh, but it's been single note for me. Um, it's been, like I said, a pleasant cigar. It's been nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've, <clears throat> I've
0: been keeping track of how many times I have a, I've had to relight it. I'm on three right now, and that's just one of those things we we're talking about beforehand with lanceros. You, you got to baby it. You got to fight it sometimes. Sometimes you don't have it. It's a perfect one, but this one, yeah, I'm having to 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 rehit it because I'm I'm drawing and I'm just not getting yeah not getting anything. Yeah, yeah. The smoke the is
1: is is um, thin. Probably the right word. Mm-hmm. Um, And um, so I've, I've I've started to oversmoke it a little bit, which yeah. I'm, I'm I'm wondering if it's. Causing it to be hot, which yeah. I think it is. Um, it's also burning down one side, um, which is suboptimal. Start starting, starting your, a canoe.
0: Your
2: ash mm. is blowing out like mine is too, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, mine ash has done that a couple times. So I'll
0: say mine hasn't done that at all. It, it still is solid. I haven't like trumpeted the outside. What about yeah? Uh, what about you? Same. Yeah. So you and I are about the same on that.
3: I actually didn't even need to relight this. I talked a little bit more on this episode than previous, but I do notice that if you if you held onto the wrapper a little bit longer, you feel the oil coming out of it. So it is a little bit on the moist side mm. compared to some of the other cigar is a little bit drier. I, I think that kind of contributes a lot to the burn.
1: So I wonder Boy, if we dry boxed that we'd had a slightly different I don't know, experience. So I
0: will say I just opened my box like right before hmm. we wow. started recording. So I haven't even broke the seal on it yet and until, you know, just an hour and a half ago.
2: Yeah, I definitely did not just open my box. Is, is, is this the last one? <laughs> I have smoked the other four. <laughs> uh, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> well, let, let's talk about what else came in in the box. So great box. Really solid one. So we've got the, uh, the LFD Lenox, which is... Amazing. I I love that one. The Arturo Fuente Don Carlos number 2, which you and I talked about a lot for Friday's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Plasencia Amarfuete Sixto Colorado Claro, which I've never had that one before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Roma Craft Cro-Magnum Cranium. That's probably my favorite Roma. And then this one. Um, so out of the box, since you've smoked everything so far, what has... Which one was your highlight?
2: Well, the the LFD Lenox, I know you and I differ on this. You prefer the Lavocada. Mm-hmm. I prefer the Lenox, mm-hmm. um, which are Tony Gomez's second and third, no, excuse me, third and fourth, third and fourth. blends. Yeah. Um, so I prefer Lenox, and I, I just really love that cigar. But uh, I'm also a big fan of the cro Cranium in that size, too, mm-hmm. which I, I used to smoke. They were sending them in bundles at the time, but bundles of that cigar when we had them here at West End. And Mm -hmm. I love that cigar just because it gives me this dark plum fruitiness Mm -hmm. uh, with a good bit of spice and strength as well. Um, So the Cranium was probably my highlight for this box. Uh, That being said, I did smoke the Alma Fuerte Colorado Claro. Um, I said this last time. I know a lot of people are, are fans of it, whether they be big ring gauge people or just odd cigar people. It's, it's a big ring gauge. I'm not a fan. Yeah. It's not my thing. Even though it's the hexagon box-pressed 6-0, mm-hmm. um, I'll admit to that being cool, but I love the Davidoff Colorado Claro, and it's like a 52 ring mm-hmm. gauge. And mm-hmm. I I think that Placentia, like I, I don't want to say missed the mark because it was a good cigar, but my expectation for it was that Davidoff level. And, that, that, and there are... Three Colorados that I'd put ahead of that. that so
0: the, the LFD, I think, that you and I both really like.
2: So there's the Colorado Clara from Davidoff, the LFD Colorado Oscuro, which admittedly is an annual release, mm-hmm. so you can't get that all the time, and then the Eroa 20-year Colorado. Yes. That's a phenomenal Colorado as well. Yeah. And I, I would smoke any of those three ahead of the Alma Fuerte personally, but I'm also not a huge Placencia guy. Mm-hmm. I, I like a couple of their smokes. I like some of the stuff they make for Crux, but I'm not a Placencia head like some of these folks are, which yeah. is fine. If that's your jam, yeah. that's your jam.
0: Yep. No, I'm the I'm the, I, I'm with you on the Colorado as well, mm-hmm. which is uh, LFD Colorado one. Uh, the, the number two would be the Aurora. Love that one. And I don't I don't know if I've had the Davidoff.
2: That off will change your life, man. Really? It's a is good. It's very, very good. And and either the Anniversario number three or the specialty size, either of those are great.
0: Oh, you know what? I take it back. Since you did say specialty, I have had the specialty. <laughs> it's really stinking good. And that's yep. a
2: cigar that you can pick up just smell wise from across the lounge. Mm-hmm. It's so distinct and, and just delicious. But uh, the the other thing I was gonna say was like I smoked the Don Carlos last night
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that was my like closing the night out cigar. And I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it just hit the spot. Maybe it was just the cigar. It's been a while since I smoked just a true Don Carlos. I slept like a freaking baby, man. <laughs> like I was out on the couch at it's nine like, o'clock. It's like mama's milk. Oh just my knock gosh. Out it home. was so good. And I just sit there and smoke it with a big grin on my face. And then I just racked <laughs> out on the couch and my wife poked me at like nine thirty. and She was like, Hey, go to bed. It's like, Oh, that cigar was so good. Hey, that's well, when you
0: that, it, good night then. Yeah.
2: In the Don Carlos.
1: That is my favorite size too. the number two. Yeah. Um, that is, um, in the Enjeho, uh, you, you all know that I'm an inyeho fan. Um, in uh-huh. The three legs of the of the Trinity, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, and I'm not an Opus fan. Uh-huh. Surprisingly enough, I know everybody else grooves on Opus's no, Me. no, no, whatever depends yeah, but, on what it is. Um, but <clears throat> uh, I love I love the Don Carlos number two. That is just. It is a. It's as I said uh, in the podcast to repeat it, a little bit. That's such an easy. It's it's a great smoke, but it's such an easy smoke to enjoy. Yes. It just smokes yeah. easily and so pleasantly, and so the flavors are great. But it it's just one of those. Unlike Lanceros, you don't have to think about it. It's just it's such a just a great cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it in the Don Carlos. It, that number two just is the perfect size. Well,
2: I will be smoking more of them going forward. I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I love that cigar. I always kind of wrote Don Carlos off a little bit, just to be honest with you. But that one changed my perspective on it.
1: So, and I, I said this to to, uh, to Stephen after uh, when we got back on the, on the Discord later, that we need to quit telling everybody our favorite cigars because we're going to make them hard to get. Um, because um, one of the reasons I don't like Opus, I mean, I think Opus's are fine, but they're so pricey and hard to get. Yeah. I don't like chasing. So um, the, the great part about the Don Carlos is they don't have the buzz that the Opus does. And so you you tend to be able to find Don Carlos's at a pretty standard shop. I mean, and so they're not super hard to find. Um, and so we're going to make those rare and then they're going to be hard to find. So I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, is there a classier presentation of the Don Carlos though? Oh No, they're the beautiful. white glove special. I know. I mean, they it not- get classier than that.
1: They're not super expensive. They're not no. cheap. I'm not going to say they're cheap. No, they're 14, 15 bucks, yeah. Right, but they're not 25 out of the box and then when they get marked up cuz they realize they're rare. Mm-hmm. I was we were um, I was talking to to someone last night about, uh, and and you know, and are reasonable except for now, mm-hmm. the only place you can find boxes of in they're $500 a box. Yeah,
0: it's second market. At right. Market.
1: What? $500 oh. a box is the only place they are available. Right. Yeah. Normally 230, right. 250.
2: There are still in Yeho, triple eights in Conway.
1: Yeah, I know. Didn't realize that.
2: Yes, sir. Me and Joe, were talking about it today.
1: We're uh, making a trade <laughs> uh, of of my inyeho sevens, seven sevens. Yeah. For um some, some some triple eights. eights. Triple eights. See, yeah, I'm
2: an Inyeho sixty man. That's my go to. I
1: found some I found a five five that has seriously got to be it's gotta be seven or eight years old Jeez. because it's the band is so it, it looks it's so it's such the old version of the band. Yeah. That you, I was looking at it going. This has got to be a five five, um, because it you know we, we're debating the difference between the seven seven and the five five, and the difference is box press right. Yeah, seven seven is box press. The five five is not. It's a it's a more traditional torpedo shape. Um, and so I'm sitting there thinking, did this is this just a 7.7 seven that is now gone. out? into back into round because it was
0: stored
2: it's like, loosely it's gone back out <laughs> right um the band's but, just holding on for dear
1: life but it was next to seven sevens that had kept the shape so um, well, i mean the only way to know is when
0: you smoke it and if it smokes like shit then you yeah. know it's a shark right exactly. so well um, seven size right yeah, yeah okay yeah I, was at, <laughs> yeah I was looking at it so um yeah it was fun jeremy and i were going back and forth on that last night so all right, Mark, why don't you start us off with another round of My Opinion is Fact. Okay,
1: um, so we, we were talking about this. We were laughing last night about this. My, uh, um, I'm not a huge comedian guy like you are, but mm-hmm. uh, here's mine. Uh, the comedians of the 60s, 70s, and 80s are 100 times funnier than the comedians since.
0: Like, give us some examples.
1: Uh, Richard Pryor, okay. George Carlin, okay. well, yeah. Red Fox, Eddie Murphy from the '80s. Eddie Murphy's on the edge. Jerry Clower. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but those,
1: the comedians of that generation, were funnier, had a better sense of humor than. Than the comedians now. I guess Jerry
2: Clower was before the '60s, wasn't he? He was. <laughs> yeah.
0: do you, now, do you think that is because they were funnier? Well, because they didn't skirt. Scur- <laughs> well, they like today's comedians. They will say just whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, George Carlin, you know, his you know seven words you can't say on TV is one of the greatest uh-huh. bits. Richard I mean, Richard
1: my, Pryor was pretty was pretty yeah. vulgar. So last weekend. Richard Pryor, after he set himself on fire, uh, I believe smoking crack cocaine. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, went on stage. Remember this bit? So, so you know, and then lit two or three matches on fire, and then lit them, and then on fire. He goes, "What is that?" And said, "That's Richard Pryor running across his backyard." That right there, self depreciate <laughs> I mean, just the sense of humor, and. George Carlin, I know the seven words is funny mm-hmm. and his baseball thing going home and all that's funny. The bit he had about the cat running into the glass door mm-hmm. where he goes on for 15 minutes is is such observational humor. You know, Jerry Seinfeld, everybody goes, oh, he's such an observational guy. I mean, Carlin blows him away because Carlin... I mean, I mean, I'm mean, i not saying Seinfeld's not funny, but he's just, he's like a magnitude less funny than George Carlin is.
2: I love Chappelle, man. I'm sorry, I love Chappelle. Those guys are okay,
1: but they're just compared to the comedians of the 70s and 80s. I mean, you look at those original comedians, they're a hundred times more funny.
3: Oh, Stephen Wright's straight up my alley, man. And
0: Steven Wright's from the eighties. So I like I'm I'm a I'm a fan of Steven Wright. The yelling gets a little much. But Steven Wright, Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg's
1: a great example of um, somebody who was just Oh yes.
0: Totally hilarious. My all time favorite joke is from Mitch Hedberg. It's like it's a good thing they didn't use uh they didn't use the other term for cheese grater, sponge ruiner. (laughs) It's just like like he died before Twitter came out. Oh, and he would have it. been absolutely perfect Uh-oh. for Twitter. For Twitter, just the little one-liner quips, just like there's somebody who runs a Mitch Hedberg page that just uses, I mean, uses his old material. Yeah, but like it, it's just, I mean, now today's comedians are good. Um, I, I'm a, you know, I've gone and seen Tom Segura, seen um, Sebastian Maniscalco seen you know i was supposed to the last, last year but that oh, got canceled burt kreischer is hilarious uh, but like i i like i like your era of comedians i i watch raw and delirious for the first time mm. it it wasn't it wasn't really funny it was just like it was like eddie murphy was was it was more or less like that was big because he was known as the snl character and being like good and stuff like that, so he was so far, so far out on left field. That's why Ron DeLiris got was, was so big, I think. But
1: you look at his SNL stuff, the Gumby stuff, and some of the stuff he did on SNL. Yeah, it was it was genius. But if you go back to Belushi and to um, to Carlin yeah. and to a lot of those guys, they were just a hundred percent more funny. And and I'm not saying the the new guys aren't funny, but I'm just saying when you talk about the level of comedic genius, they are just a whole level higher. Yeah. And so my opinion is fact.
0: Okay. Actually, I I agree with
3: that, but that also has to do a a lot with the audience as well. Like Mm -hmm. you can't have some of the bits that Carlin did or or, uh, Richard Pryor did like nowadays, you know, like everyone's like PG, you know? Yeah. I, not PG, PC. Like, everything's
0: yeah. that has
3: yeah. to be PC. Be. So like we're
1: different, like, so that they have to be different. Oh
0: yeah, that could be. Do you, do you remember? I I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole the other day watching old Gallagher stuff. Oh, Gallagher nice. was 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 one of
1: the great physical comics yeah. of all time. I mean, he was a good.
0: Yeah. He was one of the OG prop comics. Yeah, I mean, it's just the yep. the the, the matic yep. I mean. Yeah. All right, I'll t- I'll take that. I, I halfway agree. Halfway mm. agree. Is my, it's
2: My opinion is fact. Yeah. All right, Josh. People, my opinion is fact. People who wear, specifically, men who wear Crocs, recognize that it is the best form of birth control. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. okay. I'll, I'll, I'll
2: counter yours with... Approach carefully, gentlemen.
0: I'll, I'll counter yours with, I think there's two guys that... Can and should wear Crocs. Mm. Doctors, like surgeon stuff, who are on the feet, and chefs. Mm.
3: Yes, okay. I are, agree those, with that one. Those
0: are the two. Why? Because you're when you're working the line. I'll admit, clogs and Crocs are the absolute best when you're working the line because you can clean up. Well, and it's just it's just comfortable, plain and simple. And yep. it's it's hot yep. as fuck in the in the back of house. You know, I grew up in a kitchen. That's that's what we wore. We wore clogs or Crocs. But, and then like surgeons, but like everybody else. Yeah. You just. It's the best form of birth control. Yep. <laughs> Regularly
2: wear them around the house. And that's why you have no kids. That's why I have no kids. <laughs> it's effective, gentlemen.
0: It's effective. It, does, it does
2: its job. And it's also a very. Tactical decision. It's a tactical and practical now, decision. Do you,
0: now, when you go, do you go the heel support in the front or in the back?
2: Oh, no, I'm heel support in the back, baby. Oh, so they ain't coming off, huh? They ain't coming you off. Can't, you,
0: you can't kick and. No,
2: man. Uh, uh. And it just brings an added layer. It's just an added layer. These
0: babies are staying on.
2: Yeah, man. You can't rip these jokers off my feet. Uh, socks, no socks. No socks.
0: Ugh socks and i think i
2: think feet are gross too but like just socks with crocs it's one of those things where okay yeah it looks kind of weird but to me it just feels weirder like i feel like that's a shoe that's made to not be worn with socks and i know they made socks for them like specifically for them so they line up with the holes what yeah yeah they made the polka dot socks that line up with the croc holes bullshit i'm dead serious go look it up it's it's a real thing (laughs) Uh, dude, like I couldn't make that shit up on the fly. Like, that's a real thing. Like I'm not just
0: imagining that. Like, uh, and
2: if if that's actually not a thing, I'm gonna start making it a I'm thing because I'm gonna make a million dollars off that idea.
0: <laughs> Are crocs still big like in the mm-hmm. in the wild? I Go guess? to Academy, man. There's a whole wall of them. Mm-hmm. But it, I'm dead it, serious. And they're like forty bucks a pair. Is okay, are the same people that are buying those the same dads that buy that that specific New Balance shoe, the dad shoe?
2: Oh, the black, all black new balance shoe. Yeah, white. Or the all white. All yeah. white. Or all white. Yeah. yeah, all yeah white, exactly. Yeah, yeah the work dad shoe. Yeah. My
0: dad wears those actually. So so my brother's <laughs> my brother's having his first kid next I guess this month, due in a couple weeks. I'm gonna get him a pair of those shoes. Just be like, all right, here you go. This is for the yours. record.
1: I love New Balance shoes. Um, but I don't wear the white. No. no, if you have large, wide feet, the only shoes you can get are New Balance yeah. that are any good. But yeah, I'm not buying the white ones, obviously. I got a buddy New of mine,
0: he's a size 15. There's not a lot of selection for a size 15. I am a size 16. 40.
1: trust God me. Damn. New Balance, New Balance, you even have to check. Tell me what shoes you make in my size. New Balance, you have to ask. What's well, a good thing those we have a New Balance store here. We do. But you go in and you tell me what shoes do you make in my size.
0: You're wearing New Balance now. I have to are, check. Yes, yes, we, yes uh, I am.
2: No, that's all I have. <laughs> those those are aren't balance. shoes, man. Those aren't feet. Those are boat paddles. Canoes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like I could paddle up river with that. Yeah, no, you have to go in and ask.
1: As a matter of fact, my doctor said I will write you a note for work to tell, you, tell them that you have to wear tennis shoes to work if they hassle you. Because
0: I have, Mar- I because have a lot some, of trouble. Because, because of, well, I haven't want,
1: told this part of the Vegas story.
0: That's a whole cow for if you had leather <laughs> shoes. But
1: I had. I was having ankle foot Mar- problems at the Vegas thing. When I came back about two two months later, they almost had to take off a couple of my toes from an injury I, I sustained at Vegas. I remember yeah? that, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I had messed up my ankle actually on Friday night and then had... When I dove under, and the then when you went running, when I went running and all that stuff caused some more damage to my yeah. ankles and toes.
3: Yep. There you go. Do you like just just wrap a shirt around your foot, just acting like a sock? Then
1: <laughs> yes. Now they make <laughs> socks in my size. Not in your house, Mark, but you have to be careful. Mark buys small shirts for socks. Yeah. No, they make <laughs> socks in my size. Socks. Is... <laughs>
0: That's funny. You have to. You Holy, have to uh, it's one of those ones. Like, damn! I wish I thought of that. Yeah, yeah. That was wow. <laughs> that was funny on Kevin's part. That's that's incredible. Uh, all right, Kevin. What is your opinion that is fact?
3: All right, uh, I'm uh, get a lot of heat from Italians, but uh...
0: oh
1: my <laughs> god! <laughs> yes, you are.
3: I don't know what you're gonna say, but yes, you are. <laughs> my opinions are facts um, since tomatoes are a fruit
0: ketchup is a smoothie ketchup is a smoothie i'm not gonna argue that necessarily i would i would i wouldn't i would go with that kind of what i does would that go, apply to marinara as well i would go i would go like yeah. ketchup is more like a like a jam or jelly jam. okay sure. yeah, yeah that's
2: i made see, it better i see marinara as being a uh, yeah. No. I fruit topping? Yeah. A fr- a fruit I topping. see a lot of... A smoothie. Just
3: see a, I just see a lot of telling grandmothers, like, flipping the graves right now.
0: Yes, they're hunting you down. So knowledge, <laughs> knowledge is knowing tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. Mm. Yeah.
2: Kevin, you made a bad call there, man. You realize you live in New York City, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't find me. <laughs> Not only are they gonna hunt a lot you of down; armin. they've got proximity, yeah, brother. Yeah. They
0: do. <laughs> All right. Mine is gonna be some people are definitely gonna disagree with me. My opinion that is fact. Unless you are directly from a certain city, you cannot be a fan of that sports team. Ooh. I have I am from KC. So I am a Jayhawk, Chiefs, Royal, you know, Sporting KC fan. I don't live there anymore, but I'm from there. was raised there. So I'm a fan of that. So wait a minute. Mark is a fan of Alabama. How is your connection to Alabama? So I grew up in the middle.
1: So I am an Illinois State college football
0: fan. What do you mean in the middle?
1: I grew up in the middle of Illinois. So I'm an Illinois State Redbird fan. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I'm not a Big Ten football fan, so if I'm not a Big Ten, so I have to be a University of Illinois fan because Illinois State doesn't play major f- college football.
0: My my here here's so my- I have
1: to pick a I have to pick a Division one football program from people around me. I don't like the University of Illinois; they're arch enemies of my main college. F- so you root for Alabama to watch them pound. <laughs> Well, I mean, so I was unaffiliated at the Division One level. Gotcha. So okay. here,
0: here's my, here's the way I got, I, I came to this rationale. Right. There's a lot it works of, for him. there's a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans here. Okay, I will get, I'll get that. Arkansas doesn't have a, a sure. pro team that is argu- closest NFL That, team, that yeah. was arguably the closest. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of Steelers fans here that are not yeah. from Pittsburgh. Sure. Okay. So those bandwagoners jumped on the train either in the 70s during the Steel Curtain era yeah, or their or their parents did. And now sure. they're just like... So you know, I, guess,
2: I guess KC's about as close as Dallas is to what's Five hours to KC and four to Dallas? It's
0: it's about four and a half to Dallas right at six from Little Rock. To KC. To KC. Okay. And then New Orleans is even further than that. Yeah. So. I mean, that checks well, out.
2: But my curiosity is, okay, I live in Little Rock. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm from South Arkansas. Uh-huh. So the closest major college team... To me, is Fayetteville University of Arkansas, mm-hmm. but I live in Little Rock, so I don't have to root for UALR. So, that, but I can be an Arkansas Razorback fan, even though I don't live in Fayetteville. But you're,
0: but you're from Arkansas. Arkansas is the biggest state college in Arkansas. Now it's it's gonna be kind of like uh, if you're in so Kansas. What right? if K-State you state and KU? So my situation
1: is: what if UALR and University of Arkansas were a rivalry? There was, there was. Um, competitiveness between them. There was a, there was bad blood between them. So Illinois, I, then, say I could I would, not pull for the University of Illinois. Then I what to go to the next.
0: Big university, then what I'd say if you, since you are a transplant to Arkansas, I'd if have to so, be if, a
1: university of Arkansas. I wasn't when I picked well, the no, University if, of Alabama. If, if like, okay, so I'd w- have to move somewhere to become a fan. <laughs> so, Little Rock people, if Little Rock, <laughs> if, if UALR played
0: Arkansas, played University of Arkansas in basketball, whatever, if you're from Little Rock, UALR is your team, U of A is Fayetteville's Northwestern's team, yep. but you're from this. You're from that city, so that is your
1: team. So understand that my college team is Illinois State. Mm -hmm. Mm. So when I talk about my college team, it's Illinois State.
0: I mean, and and what what got me thinking about it, too, was, like, I know why you're not a Cubs fan, why you're a Cardinals fan, because your favorite Cubs player switched to the Cardinals, but I grew up in the middle of you, the state. Yeah, So you grew up like, yeah. so I actually if you grew, grew, if you grew up, up in the taint and as, you got to choose which left or right, right. Yeah, but you can't also. People
1: in Central and I are loving the taint description, but, but yes. <laughs> um, but I grew up equally. I'm yes. also a White Sox fan for the record. Right. So, I mean, I, I also have a Chicago baseball team.
2: So <laughs> So you're, but you're okay with people in Arkansas. Being Cowboys fans.
0: Yes, because that is the closest proximity.
2: Right, but you're you're not okay with people in Arkansas who are not from Pittsburgh being Steelers fans. Yes. So it makes sense for Dan, because he's from Dan there. Dan is from
0: there. Big Dog is not. Is not. Got yes.
2: it. Okay.
1: Big Dog's from Alabama. Exactly. So, why so it makes sense that he
0: pulls for but, the roll tide.
1: Well, well but, but there's no there's no professional team in Alabama. No, but there is...
0: But you got to think of... When what, he was
1: young... What team was around him that was closer than Pittsburgh? Saints. um, No. Yeah. New
2: New Orleans Orleans is closer closer than Pittsburgh. To Alabama. If you're
0: you're going as the crow flies, yeah, it's going to be Alabama. It's going to be uh, maybe even Miami. Miami, maybe. maybe. Um, Not Pittsburgh. But at that point, you're a free agent.
1: You're just, I mean, what depends on what's on your television. I mean, what's on your television? I don't know. I mean, what's that, on.
0: that's kind of like, that's why there's so many, there's so many Braves fans yeah. in the in the U.S. because of TV. Uh, TV yeah, movies. TV. I mean, so why are you a Manchester United fan? Because that is the team that they always played on ESPN2 whenever ESPN2 first came around. Right. That is it. Yes, I, I will call bullshit on myself because since we don't have a European soccer league here, yes, I'm technically a free agent. I can choose whoever I want. I became a fan of that because that was the only team that they showed every mm-hmm. Sunday was that team. It was not, always them and somebody else. Not
1: that I need defending on the Alabama thing, but because I picked it randomly in a in a <laughs> barbecue place in Alabama. Um, it's not, there's not like some huge history here. And technically, David Shula was the coach of Alabama at the time. So <clears throat> I picked it because there was a hot waitress in a barbecue place. <laughs> My dad will back the story up if I need it backed up. See, I've never known <laughs> why
0: you chose Alabama.
1: No, we were we were in this place in uh, uh, I believe it was Aniston or maybe it was Gadsden. I don't remember. And we were eating this a little tiny barbecue place, which, for the record, good. really good barbecue. Okay. And there was this. Um, extremely attractive, maybe 18, 19 year old girl who was flirting with us for tips. Um, but it was very nice, just a sweetheart. She wasn't getting nothing in, inappropriate, but she was just being nice to
2: us. And There's so many things I could say, right? right. Now.
1: And she said, <laughs> you know, she was asking us where from. And she said, Alabama, Auburn, you got to choose right now. And I said, "I don't know. Who do you pull for?" And she said, "Alabama." And I said, "I don't look stupid enough to say Auburn at this point." And she said, "I'm holding you to that decision." And I said, "Roll tide." And I, I've, I've now in right, so I'm yeah, in. Yeah. And so <clears throat> it was the David Shula era. They could not have sucked worse, but. It's fine. I picked a team. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really care that much about Division One. I. I enjoy college football more than, to be honest with you, I've grown to more enjoy it more than I enjoy NFL football. Because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, it's a better spectacle. But agreed. understand for me, it, it ain't what it is for big dog. I mean, yeah. I, I pull for them. If they lose, I'm not upset. If they win, I'm happy, but I'm not like, this isn't like an emotional commitment to me that's like, born out of years of whatever if they lose gonna, big
2: dogs flipping tables
1: he's flipping tables yeah. <laughs> I, I, as little as i'm invested in the bears at this point i'm still way more invested in the bears than i am ever invested in alabama but well, well, i understand your point the point is you pull for who you pull i don't agree with your statement
2: i understand, i partially uh, agree with your statement
1: <laughs> listen understand that oh, there's a ton of people who are bandwagon fans yes that's that's the nature of this and the Steelers are a great example. The Cowboys were a great example till the last 30 years. Yeah. Um, but the Steelers are a great example because they're always good. So people, it's... And there's a cult following on those. I mean, you, Steeler fans are crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, they're fucking everywhere. Well, it's because they win every damn year. <sighs> no, not, they haven't won. Or the Saints. Years.
3: The Saints are crazy. I, you
0: win I, one Super Bowl, and then suddenly you're yippy. I've, I've said it so many times. My version of hell is being stuck in a room full of Steelers and Cowboys fans and them just arguing about which, which dynasty is better. So pretty much every
2: Sunday that you work during NFL season? Every you, know what, you know what their
0: argument is? Either one of their dynasties are better than yours. That's fine. I've lived through – hey, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm I'm, I'm going to, I was born one. I'm going to die one. I've lived through some bullshit fucking years. It is now my time to actually, you know, ride high. But like whenever I'm wearing my chief's gear, I am not a new fan, especially like whenever the Royals won the world series five years ago. Like everybody's like, Oh Royals fan. I'm like, dude, I grew up in some shit eras. Like I had George Brett towards the tail end of the season. And then that was it. Dan Quisenberry fucking woo. That's what I grew up with. Fucking <laughs> like, woo! Like I've I've paid my fucking dues. So, but that okay. is my opinion.
1: Okay, okay. I don't agree with that. You can be whoever you like, but and I I'm not. It's like the people who say I'm a fan of Fallout Boy, and I was there at the beginning, right? It's before they sold out. <laughs> before they sold out, right? <laughs> I, I just you're a fan, so that's great. Yeah, I. <clears throat> Listen, you're you're in through the lean times and the good times, yes. uh, and, and so that's fine. And th- there is a different level. I, you know, much like with the Blackhawks when they won the Stanley Cup and everybody in Chicago was excited, mm-hmm. and I cried at the back of the cigar shop because I was a fan during the shit years mm-hmm. and all those years where I thought we were going to win it and we didn't. There's there are different levels of fans. See,
0: and, th- and what made me think about it was I wore my um, my Vegas Golden Knights hat the other day. And what made me think about it, because, like, okay, I'm a fan of the Golden Knights because, A, you got me a hat from them, and they were the brand new team. So, they had no affiliation with anybody. So, I was like a free agent. I could have chose the National Predators. I could have chose St. Louis, but fuck St. Louis Blues. Wow. Or um, the Dallas Stars. But, like, yeah, that's yeah, fine. I was a free agent on hockey, so that's why I went with with the Golden Knights. So, mm-hmm
2: well i think we need to deliberate now gentlemen
0: yep so all right we'll be back all right we are back after a nice fun talk man i, I wish good talk i wish people could hear good our, talk our, russ are off our off the air, hour. our <laughs> our <laughs> off the air conversations <laughs> Um, no, you don't <laughs> No, the unashamed. Unashamed. not have
1: to hear that. Unashamed. Darren is unashamed. I'm an, by I'm that kind
0: unashamed. Of I started it this time. You right. So, uh, so to give everybody a hint, maybe, I don't know. I would like it. Maybe I can turn that into a show one day, but what it is, I worked at a tattoo shop for nine years. Yeah. I've seen some shit. You have. Yeah. I've done, mm-hmm. I've done some shit, piercing wise, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm.
2: You're going to have to do, like, a off-air rated R.
0: God. No, R. Our R, 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 normal shows are R.
2: Okay, rated Z. <laughs> this is C Freaking zombie. Like, not on Spotify or yeah. whatever else. Is,
0: if we ever do Patreon, if you ever, Patreon If, if you're, <coughs> you're
1: interested and you ever meet Aaron live, just ask him yeah. about some of the funky stuff he's done at the tattoo shop. Mm-hmm. He loves
0: telling the story. Yeah. I, like, I am unabashed. I have no shame. And, but also oh. I, I, in that with a caveat, I am a professional, I, right. I did my job as a professional. No, doesn't mean that there's some weird ain't gonna ain't, appear so self. Yeah, shit ain't going to pierce himself. Shit ain't going to pierce himself. So
2: numbers, Aaron, I... please, gentlemen, numbers.
0: So I'm
1: going to start uh, construction. I had, I had some, several burn issues with this. Um, it smoked. Okay. The smoke was thin, um, um, but I had several bur- burn issues. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going three dot two. 3.2. 32. Gosh. Aaron checked to make sure I didn't change my answer. I, I, did. Said,
2: I said three, right? You said straight though. Okay, I'm just making sure that I'm not getting mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, man, I, I can't, I, yeah. like, three is fair, to be honest with you, but mine's conveniently sitting in the ashtray now. I, yeah. I've had to relight it a ton of times. I had a bunch of ash issues. Like, it wasn't bad construction per se. Like, the cigar didn't explode on me mm-hmm. or anything like that, but
0: the, man, it, just... The, if, a lot of you work. and I are the same. I'm a three also. Yeah. It's just what you get with a Lancero sometimes. Jeff, mm. just what you get?
3: I I'm a little bit more generous. I haven't had any burn issue or have to relight at all. <laughs> uh, I give it a four.
0: Four? Yeah, I, I relit eight times. So I don't know. I lost count. That's we're yeah, probably around the same. Yeah. All right, Mark flavor wise. This um, no, this is personal preference here. This is personal preference. Uh, I have enjoyed mm. this the flavor. It has been
1: would we'll say non-distinguished, but mm-hmm. it's not been terrible. It's been good. Um, it's been
2: one note. I'd say a three four. Yeah, three point two for me. Uh, I'm pretty much in the same vein as Mark. Not not a ton going on with this thing. Yeah, pretty pretty singular, and it got a little spicier towards the end there. But I mean, really, it, it, they say the thing is full bodied. I would heavily disagree with that. I'm saying it's like mild to medium. Mm-hmm. Leaning more towards medium, but nothing more than than an even medium. Yeah,
0: yeah, medium minus is my description. There you go. Yeah, yep. perfect. I'm going a, a straight three as well. Yep. Um, it just, yeah, it's it was okay. It, I I wish the smoke was thicker. I wish the flavor was a little more complex. Again, I don't think it's a full. I go if it's a three core at most, that's going to be outrageous. I'd go yeah. straight medium. Um, it's it was. It was good and you get a I don't say it was good. It's good or is what's better? Good or okay?
2: Okay. It's okay. About, it's okay.
0: It's yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's not like a good would be a four. Yeah. So a good, three yeah. isn't okay. Yeah. It's not for thirteen bucks, I might try it again. Um, but yeah, it was okay. If we're
2: doing the ride or fly scale for me, this one's fly. Yeah.
0: All right, Kevin. Yeah.
2: Uh,
3: I'm also a three-two, kind of just echoing what you guys said. It's it's not a full at all, but uh, it it's something I'll smoke if I'm like cutting grass, you know, not not really paying attention <laughs> to it. But also, I am interested in trying dry boxing a bit this before lighting up lighting it up again.
0: Yeah,
3: I was I don't know if I, was the conversation off air that I said the wrapper is a little bit on the moist. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah that was that was on and I, and i you know what i will agree with that i would let this sit for a while by itself it might totally change the way it burns so that would go up but i don't know if that would change the flavor and the flavor would yeah. be about damn near the same
2: and i think it's important as always for us to mention like you know for cigars to be exceptional there has to be the average there has to be the slightly below average and the way below average this mm-hmm. is not the way below average at all this is just average. you know average to slightly below average yeah, in, so, and what we've graded yeah so yeah this ended up at at, a, tried at, we a, tried six, yeah, at a 6.5
0: yep. i mean we'll probably have something less than that we'll have stuff higher than that but it's just like you know this is with the second one we've done with this new ranking yeah. at a six five. For so no I mean, it, it it is what it is. That's just mm-hmm. I mean, there's some people out there that's gonna absolutely love this one. And kudos to you. Main caveat when it comes to cigars: smoke what you fucking like. Yeah, first and first and foremost. Right. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, you know, glad we smoked it. So. Uh, so we have our full show coming out Friday. We had Space Noop, or Steven, as he goes by as, as well. A his, little uh,
1: his um, a, his uh, name. birth name. Um,
0: so it was a, it's a this one is a uh, a leadership show again. Yeah, uh, we get to learn the leadership sh- side of somebody that works for NASA.
1: Cool, the coolest smart guy we know.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be uh,
1: gonna be one of the guys up there. At, um, he was fun. It was a great conversation. Steven is one of my guys mm-hmm. and I uh, love him to death. And uh, he um, is is a fascinating guy, period. Mm-hmm. Super smart guy about leadership. Um, tells uh, a bunch of funny stories and a bunch of interesting stories. Mm-hmm. I think the show is killer. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's,
0: I loaded the show today and just looking at the sound waves it's a lot of him talking and a lot of us just listening and taking everything. Yeah. In. I love Steven. I mean, it was, it's, it's a, it's a heavy guest show where we just say, yeah, uh-huh. And then like agree and then Gold throw nuggets. our little caveat in there. And it's just, he goes back on to like, this is what we do. And so it's a, it's an interesting show and uh, one a one that if, if you like our leadership shows, it's going to be one that uh, yeah. you're going to enjoy.
1: He, uh, he's got a great take on leadership. He's, uh, he's got cool NASA stories. Um, uh, be sure to stay to the end when he uh, talks about Darius Rucker, which I've, <laughs> I've I love that part of the show. He is a um, he's a he's a fantastic guy and a great friend. So
0: yep. So all right. Well, we will see everybody on Friday.
1: Talk to you later. Be the good. Stay sharp. Later, guys.
0: Later.